it's too noisy and windy out here so I'm gonna go inside and record this episode 259 close the door of the stuttering is cool podcast I am your host Daniela Rossi oh wait I gotta get my notes on this be coming to you from Toronto and Canada on this beautiful August the 15th 2021 pandemic still going on here are my notes for this episode reason I'm recording inside the house is well like I said there's a lot of noise outside and wind and this is actually I, I don't know maybe my ninth to be honest take trying to record <laughs> this episode over a two-week time span because it's always windy <laughs> and I like recording outside because um, you get to hear birds chirping, you know, whatever. But again, windy. And now where I'm at, you probably hear the air conditioning. Do you hear that? Seems a little loud, but I'm sure we can do. Oh, it just turned off. Yay. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, welcome to the Stuttering School Podcast, episode 259, where it's all about well, well, once again, acceptance. Here, let me put my phone here. Uh, yeah, I've been talking about acceptance since my first episode back in 2007. My book, of which this podcast is sponsored by. Uh, Stuttering School, A Guide to Stuttering in a Fast-Talking World is all about acceptance. It's all about using acceptance and you know, to step out of your comfort zone. And stutter openly, build up that courage, that resilience, and uh, that confidence. And get what you want in life, regardless of how you speak. Because after all, it's not what, um, how you say that is important, it's what you say. And that's what acceptance always meant to me. Um, and that's where these notes on this piece of paper, you probably heard the uh, crumpling of the paper. You know... There's a couple of things stuttering, I mean, <laughs> stuttering acceptance, or rather stuttering acceptance, always meant to me is that being open about your stutter, you know, having grown up hiding my stutter because I was ashamed of it, ashamed to even tell people that I stutter because it was this evil, bad thing, you know, um, that I, you know, because I, I was the, because of all the feedback that I got. Right, the funny looks and the jokes and all that stuff. I learned stuttering was bad. That's what I was led to believe. When in reality, stuttering isn't bad. Stuttering isn't good or bad. It just is, just like eye color is or hair color. Um, so that's what stuttering acceptance is. Okay, yeah, I stutter. It's not a bad thing. Just something I happen to do, not out of my own voluntary will and i don't mean voluntary stuttering as a speech tool but what i mean is my body's built like this this is how i this is how i speak um you're probably not going to hear a lot of stuttering um because and i have to explain this every episode for new listeners just in case of any new listeners yeah when i'm speaking by myself my stuttering volume drops so I'm more of a mild to moderate stutterer. And a lot of times um, I do have severity. I really do. Um, just 
not when I'm speaking by myself, for example, when I'm recording my podcast episode all alone in my house because I'm in a pandemic and we need to be socially isolated for a very long time. Drive me crazy. <laughs> uh, so where was I? Um, yeah, so back to my notes. Uh, you still can be an effective communicator regardless of your stuttering. Again, not how you say it. It's what you say. Um, we all have the innate ability to reach deep down inside and be victorious over any challenge that comes our way, including the embarrassment or the, the ignorance that everybody else in the world has about stuttering and what stuttering is and why we talk like that. Why are, why are we blinking? Why are we you know, making all those faces when we're trying to get our words out? Because they don't know. And it's up to us to educate, right? And that's what makes stuttering seem so bad. Quote, unquote, bad, right? That, or makes us feel bad because people don't realize what stuttering is. They don't know what it's like to stutter. So hence, it's up to us to do so. And that's why I'm always encouraging acceptance or you know, working to build up that confidence in stuttering openly that comfort level or rather that yeah that comfort level the desensitization towards stuttering because just because what i find just simply uh explaining hey oh i just stutter do it with a smile do it confidently and people don't mind they really truly don't mind very few i'm convinced very few people will actually have an issue and if they do they are totally not worth your time they aren't, right? Like if it was the other way around, would you expect them to keep hanging out with you? No, I don't think so. So what I just said, so I just need to give uh, credit where credit is due. So we all have the innate ability to reach deep down, etc. That was a, a quote from a friend of mine, Jody Fuller. He's a comedian who stutters. So he goes on stage and he uses stuttering uh, to his advantage, <laughs> he made it into a li 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 live, living. Uh, the other quote was, stuttering isn't good or bad, it just is, from my friend Greg Snyder. Uh, I'm very big on giving credit where credit is due. So reason I'm bringing up acceptance is because, well, since 2007, since I started podcasting, um, there has always been a misconception about what acceptance means. And you know, it boggles my mind, but at the same time, yeah, it does make sense because the word acceptance can be interpreted in opposite ways. <laughs> one, the first one is what I just explained. Hey, I just stutter, no big deal. Uh, you're, I'm giving you the cue that I'm okay with my stuttering, you could be okay with it, and I can stutter as much as I need to, and we can still have a great time together. I can still tell you the content that you need me to hear, and life goes on the other uh, meaning or interpretation of acceptance is like i said the opposite where it's defeat it's a sign of defeat oh i stutter so the first definition or interpretation is i stutter no big deal the other one is i stutter and it's a big deal i give up whatever done my life is over. So I'm hoping that this episode can help. For those of you who may feel that acceptance means the, se the second one, um, 
And, excuse me, and the reason it's important for me to show you this or explain this to you is because acceptance is, an, in my opinion, an excellent option in the toolbox, in the, in the person who stutters, <laughs> in the stutterer's toolbox, um, in life. You know, life is tough regardless of how you speak. Um, and, you know, what, what I have seen online, and I've talked about this many times before on my show, is a lot of fights <laughs> online. I mean, what social media without outrage um, between two camps of thought uh, about stuttering? You know, stuttering is good. You don't have to uh, hide it. You don't have to be ashamed of it. It's not bad. And the other one is stuttering is bad. Fluency is everything. You got to work at it. It's up to you to, or it's your fault that you're stuttering or something like uh, that. And lots of fights between the acceptance crowds and the fluency crowd. And there seems to be, I think, maybe not. Hatred is too much of a strong word. But for lack of a better term, you know, hatred, I guess. Um, but again, not a good word to use. I mean, it's, it's not the word I'm trying, I mean, I mean to use, but um, towards the acceptance people when, you know, we're always trying to encourage, hey, do, you know, take steps out of your comfort zone because you'll find, or at least I did, when I tell people that I stutter, one of the most scariest things to do is to tell people, you know, that you, you start, then you, then you realize, oh, they don't mind. And I can continue on. I could be myself, say what I want to say, not have to pass myself off as fluent and say, or do tricks, you know, all these mental tricks and try and get people to say what you say or, or what you want to say or describe, you know, the city that you live in when, and then they look at you, what, you don't even know the city that you live in or things like that. Those tricks that we've all done, you know, growing up. And so the idea of, of this episode came actually because there's something new about acceptance that I've learned. One, it's a controversial term, <laughs> just like fluency is, and that I talked about a few episodes back. So you might want to go and check that out. It's an excellent, it's like, it's like, it's an excellent episode if I do say so myself. Long story short, fluency can be trigger, can be triggering. Uh, trauma triggering um, and acceptance while it can be very empowering it builds you up um, it could also be triggering to the fluency people <laughs> or maybe not triggering but maybe because um, I wonder if it makes because when we're online and we're saying oh but acceptance is a great thing to do or to try um, it may make them feel not heard, you know, that their feelings, their emotions, the stuff that they went through, the trauma that they went through, same trauma as us, you know, growing up stuttering, you know, is no longer valid, right? That we're invalidating that, but which is not true. We're just encouraging, um, or at least I am. I, mean, I can't really assume, but I guess I can. Um, you know, in general, we're trying to say, hey, acceptance works. And so like I said, yeah, there's there's this misconception that acceptance means giving up. Or another one is acceptance um, does not include speech therapy, which is not true at all. 
or acceptance does not include speech tools or if you're trying to control your stuttering so you don't stutter then you're no longer accepting your stutter that's not true that's not true so as you will hear so the episode still hasn't started um as you will hear in this episode i will learn a lot more about acceptance than i thought i knew i thought i knew everything about acceptance after all these years 2007 17 18 19 20 21 that's like 14 years you'd think i would know but i had a great time learning uh more about what acceptance truly is with my guest today uh angelica bernabe angelica I believe she pronounced it, and I really like the way that she pronounces she pronounces her name. Uh, she is comes from from Peru, and a few weeks ago, on the Stamley WhatsApp group, so Stamley.org, it's a great it's a great community. Um, so she had asked, so you can check that out for more information. Uh, Angelica had asked, or she had posted, hey, I'm gonna give a presentation about acceptance to speech language pathologists. And I would love to share a couple of people's uh, definitions of what acceptance means to them. And that made me stop and go, huh? I thought there was only one definition (laughs) of acceptance and the misconception one. Uh, So when I saw maybe four or five people that responded with, with their definitions, I thought, huh, this would make a great episode for this podcast. I am Angelica, Angelica in Spanish. Um, I am a person who stutters and psychologist from Peru here in South America. Wow, that's very, very fascinating. And I'm just recalling to mind your interview on the Transcending Stuttering podcast with uh, Uri Schneider, where you're saying you're going back to school. Uh, I believe for your master's uh, to become a, was it to become a speech pathologist? Yes, exactly. I'm studying this year at Michigan State University, taking the prerequisite courses prior to the master's degree in uh, speech therapy. Yeah, yeah. next wow. year. Yeah, so very Finally. quick. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> con- con- congratulations on this new adventure in your life. What made you... Um, uh, decide to get into speech pathology? Well, um, to be totally honest, I had bad experiences when I was a child. I had to visit different speech therapists trying to find someone who can help me. So there was a moment when I was completely tired where I said, okay, this is not working. Speech therapy is not for me. I don't want to visit another clinic anymore. Mm. Um, and then I thought, okay, Maybe I could be one, I could be a speech therapist and do the opposite, like do the things well. Yeah, <laughs> you know? nice. nice. So yeah, that's where my motivation. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> so recently, so actually, actually no, um, the whole point of this episode was born out of a presentation that you gave to a bunch of speech language pathologists, all about acceptance, a very misunderstood term. (laughs) So would you like to uh, talk a bit about, yeah, what this presentation was, how it came to be, and and how it got received? Well, actually, I'm very lucky uh, in the way, well, I have a a stuttering center here in my country. 
So we are a team of speech therapists, well, speech therapists and psychologists. Um, and a part of our work and my mainly work actually is to teach other professionals about stuttering. Um, so as a part of that, of course, if I'm going to teach about stuttering, I also need to teach about acceptance. And I know that this is it could be um, a bit different of what they expect because when they come for a course, they are looking for techniques mm. and they are very focused on that. It's yeah. like, okay, what are the techniques to be more fluent? What is that? Uh, what can I do? What can I teach my child? Which techniques are the best ones? <laughs> and yeah. those kind of things. Which is going to work, which is going to eliminate exactly. it forever. <laughs> exactly. Good luck. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, I'm always honest. And I said, I know that all of you came looking for the techniques, but guess what? Techniques are not perfect. Techniques won't cure. Techniques won't eliminate stuttering. So there are other things that we need to work on this that are very, very important. More important, maybe than just the techniques. Uh, so, I mean, for what's, the students- what's their, what's, what's their reaction? Sorry to interrupt, which is what no I worries. should never do. But I do. <laughs> What's the no reaction worry. to what techniques? They they're not everything. They don't you know. Are... Yes, they are always very surprised because mm. they are like, "What?" But I thought that the only thing I need to do was to teach them techniques, and that they would be fine. And I'm like, "No, if only." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, "No," because techniques are not perfect. I mean, and I always said. Uh, that no one can control their way to talk 20 hours per day, the seven days of the week. Mm. There are more than 300 days of the year for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Like there will be some moments when we are going to stutter and that's fine. It's like, we don't have to be, uh, we, we don't need to put them the rule of you need to talk fluent. You need to use the techniques all the time. Yeah. So yeah, there are surprise. It's not what they expect. Um, but I, I, what I really like is that at the end they really can understand that. When I explain it, when I explain that, what's the point of teaching one hundred techniques if they are not going to be able to doing them all the time because they will be exhausted, they will be tired. They are, not, they are not going to be happy. They are going to be only focused here on their speech. So um, I'm really happy with, at the end, they understand what's the point or what's our way to work in a salary, which is to treat the whole person, how they feel, how they think, uh, their fa family, their friends, their school, university, work, etc. So, at the beginning, they are kind of shocked, but then they are like, okay, yes, you are right. Yeah. We need to work on more things than just a speech. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that does make sense because it's not just speaking, quote unquote, properly. It's, you know, look at everything else in my life or because of stuttering or because of uh, lack of awareness or at least, at least in my opinion, you know, the lack of the understanding of what stuttering really is and what entails and 
Oh, that's tough. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. and and actually, <laughs> one of the first activities I asked them to do, I mean, to, to do for the next lesson is to do some voluntary stuttering <laughs> on the streets, which is great. Like, really, and what's I their really reaction enjoy- to that? <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted again. <laughs> Don't worry, which Jock. is great because <laughs> it's like they, I mean, they don't stutter. So yeah, they can read a lot of things or they can listen to my lessons, but they don't feel what is stuttering. And well, um, actually they will never feel what it, it really is because they don't have it, but they can have something similar if, if they do some voluntary stuttering on the streets. So that's one of the first activities I ask them to do. Um, so at the beginning, they are like a bit curious. And well, I always appreciate um, honest answers. So when they come after doing that on the street, they say, well, Angelica, to be honest, I didn't feel good. I was uh, ashamed. I was embarrassed. Um, this, I mean, um, they see me like bad with this weird faces. Uh, so for them, it's like a completely challenging activity and experience because for the first time, they know what is having some difficulty while talking and having others in front of them like that look at them like yeah. with the with this confused face and yeah i mean they say that okay angelica i didn't like doing this but <laughs> i know that it's a good activity because this and this and this and this and i mean of course i also say that they need to keep doing that i mean if they really want to work in a saturday they need to be able on doing that voluntary as Flattering and don't feel bad, you know, and and mm-hmm. feel well, because yeah. that's what they are going to ask their clients to to do. So if they can do that, how they are going to clients to do that that the same? So yeah. it's like, and that's why I also always say, to work in a stuttering, you need to accept a stuttering first. Mm-hmm. you can't just i don't know say yeah there is nothing wrong in that when you can't do it it's like no yeah. <laughs> you need to do yeah. it first and then ask your client to do the same so <laughs> yeah it's really challenging for them and at the beginning they don't like it that much but i mean i'm always completely honest with them and i say okay if you really <laughs> want to work on this well, you need to practice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially I would imagine, right. To be a very effective speech language patho- pathologist. Um, you know, I've taken a little stroll, like not really a walk in your shoes. Cause we're talking about, right. A lifetime of stuttering, a lifetime of, you know, the surprise stutter that comes up each and every time we speak right into someone who has a lifetime of fluency and just faking a stutter like there is a difference yeah i think they should keep doing it (laughs) do it regularly yes (laughs) it's it's kind of like the speech tools if they expect the clients to practice their speech tools well you can practice voluntary stuttering on a regular basis exactly (laughs) yeah because i mean um 
doing that is 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 hard like yeah, i remember yeah. the first time i had to do voluntary soldering i i didn't want to i was terrified i was scared um but it's part of the process too so yeah, yeah the client needs, needs to see the speech therapist doing it with with confidence doing it uh fine not not being worried so they can feel the same but if the speech therapist do it uh, with shame um i don't know with this face that they don't want to <laughs> it's like the, the client is going to feel it in the same way right? yeah so yeah they need to practice practice and when they can feel you know i mean when they don't feel bad or things like that it's like okay now you can say that you can really, really, really accept the surgery <laughs> because you start feeling bad for doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's a, a lot of. A lot of? Oh, I interrupt you now. <laughs> uh, you still, no, I still, I still yeah. owe you one interruption. So <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would say that it's uh, a lot of, of practice and, mm-hmm. but yeah, they, they can do it. I mean, it's a lot and uh, asking that to my students. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, um, in the, in the Stanley group where you've originally asked, um, for, uh, people to submit their, what they believe or what they feel acceptance, starting acceptance is what kind of responses did you get? Uh, well, it was very interesting, and because I, I also explained that in my lesson uh, that that day, uh, and because acceptance means a different thing for each person. Yeah, like acceptance for me could be. I mean, I have my idea. you have your idea of what is and other person can have your idea of working in Saturday so um, I think that's very important that's very valuable because when we as clinicians work on this topic we need to be really aware of what acceptance means for our client so I can say yeah you need to accept yourself which I don't say that uh, I mean, not in that way, <laughs> because I, I don't, I, I don't know what acceptance could mean for the other person and for the person yeah, could be to give up to say, okay, this is the way I, I talk. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so each person have a different uh, meaning, like their own meaning on what acceptance means. Um, so that's also very interesting because we also need to know what's acceptance for our client and to see if we are on the same line. Like mm. acceptance to me is having this uh, ability to speak. And I mean, it doesn't matter if I stutter or not. 
I'm going to keep giving my message. And I can see myself when I have some tension when I talk, but it's fine. It's like, I, I, I don't see myself bad or being less for talking like this. Um, and I feel free because now I, I, I can say whatever I want. So, I mean, that's acceptance, but for others means different things. So that's also very interesting. Um, I, I usually don't like to share like, this is the definition of acceptance because <laughs> it's, it's different for each person. So what I did that day was to uh, share the different meanings of uh, acceptance um, so they can have this um big view of what acceptance could be for different person for yeah for different yeah. persons so yeah because after all it is what the client's needs are what their wishes are that an slp should be addressing um not like here's one big uh, one size fits all one standard thing and it's interesting uh in the idea you know when it came to me to you know this will make a great episode to once and for all, this you know, define what acceptance means because there's so much mis you know, there's so much misunderstanding of what it means, and people think it means I'm giving up and oh woe is me, but that's not true. You know, now I'm learning. Yeah. No, <laughs> it depends on the individual. So maybe acceptance <laughs> isn't the term in this con, like in that context of you know, um, like an online fight <laughs> on social media <laughs> or uh, something. That's just something that I've been dealing or I'm not uh, dealing with, um, pondering you know, since the beginning of my podcast back in 2007 of, you know, what is a better term, you know, uh, for the idea? Cause yeah. to me, acceptance means, okay, I stutter. It is what it is. Let me make the best of it. Um, stuttering openly, I could say what I want to say, desensitize myself, uh, you know, learn that, you know, people don't really care, really, uh, uh, the way that I speak and the people that do and they make an issue of it, I don't want to talk to them. <laughs> it's pretty much it. <laughs> but I guess that's simplifying things a bit too much, you know, uh, and it was just this morning, yeah. I was thinking maybe it's maybe what I'm thinking is more or my philosophy, it's more of a positive outlook towards my stuttering, I guess. So maybe it's not a word, maybe it's a phrase, <laughs> or, it's, <laughs> or it's probably what I just said, it's a, uh, it's a philosophy. So I don't know, maybe like is accept, like, you know, how you were saying, right, depends on the individual. Is that more yeah. of a philosophy, I guess, a personal philosophy from one person to yeah. another? Yeah, or am I, I overthinking I, it? <laughs> I overthink all the time about stuttering. So <laughs> we are on the same page with that. But, but yeah, I think, um, I don't know, for example, for some people, acceptance, it's also like loving your stuttering, like giving it a, I don't know, like loving it. Uh, yeah, like a huge hug. And I mean, you, you don't have to, like be in love with your stuttering. You, you don't need to say, I started to, every person started to feel well. It's like, um, and that's another very important thing because many times the speech therapists or the professionals in general expect to the clients to say, I'm a person who started like out loud to, I don't know, to post it on, on Facebook or Instagram and yeah. their social media. 
but the person could be an introvert person, you know? Or like they're they... just not feeling that way. It's like, no, I don't exactly. like stuttering. I don't like being turned down for a job and thinking, is it because of my stutter or having funny looks? Yeah, it's it's a completely exactly. valid. So, yeah. so I, I, I think that the way, um, I mean, the way that a lot of professionals, including me, were, it's like, okay, you don't need to love you're stuttering you know you yeah. you don't need to say like you know screaming like all the time I'm a person who started you you don't have to be like that if you don't want but you need to live in pace with it you need to say what we want to say you can work in whatever you want you can study or whatever you want you can work on your speech too it's fine yeah but you don't have to let a stuttering stop you from the things you want to do. You don't have to love it. You don't have to go to the other side and be in love with it. Um, but you need to allow it to stay there, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's a bit of the, the way we try to work with it. I think it's uh, also realistic. Uh, because yeah, there are some people that is going to be very proud of that. Like me, for example, I say, yeah, I'm a person with stutters, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm. But also, that's my my personality, as I was saying. There are some, ah, true um, clients that could be uh, in introverted, so that's they right. really don't like doing that. Um, and that doesn't mean that they don't are fine so again it's like um we also need to see like which kind of person is in front of us like mm -hmm. if he extrovert if he introvert uh, and don't try to uh push everybody to, to say i'm a person who stutters because which is what that i could see be not their personality the yeah which is what i see on the forums and myself I'm guilty of having done that in, in the past, which, which is partially why I thought this episode will be good for me to, to do. So not just for, for the listener, but for <laughs> the announcer, for the host there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, you've I, hit, um, sorry, you've hit, you've mentioned a very perfect thing. Not no hit, but you've mentioned a very perfect uh, point. Um, the personality also depends. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you were saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like, um, I know I, I have heard stories of people who started saying like, I really didn't want to say it out loud that I'm a person who started, but my speech therapist pushed me in a way that made me feel bad. That oh. made me feel that if, if I don't say it out loud, it's because uh. I'm, I'm not accepting my way to talk. And, and it's like, uh, it's, it's not like I uh, like I'm not fine it's just I, I don't like to be saying all my life out loud yeah. and that's valid too yeah. so I, I think I have had different experiences and conversations that made me lead to see it in this way um, mm. and I mean as I was saying there are um, some people that will be fine and happy saying out loud that I'm a person with stutters. I am one of them, but I also know that it's not for everybody. Yeah. And we also need to respect that a lot. Because yeah. yeah, otherwise we will make them feel uncomfortable 
and and that's not what a therapy or a speech therapy or psychological therapy should be um, or or even support peer support from one person who stutters to another to say you're doing yes. it wrong which i'm guilty of uh, saying you know uh, so me in the acceptance camp the overzealous <laughs> acceptance camp um or at least for me in my head i'm thinking i'm encouraging you this is great i was i i was in your shoes before you know, then I discovered acceptance is the greatest thing ever. Trust me on this one. But in the end, you don't know what's happening on the other side of the screen, right? Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, I never thought of the personality part. You know, is that person the one, you know, the type to want to be the center of the attention or the type to want attention <laughs> in the first place, especially with a lifetime of study and thing. you're just first finding out yeah. something called stirring openly are you crazy <laughs> go ahead <laughs> yeah well it, it's also I, I am a psychologist so i always see the psychological side like really uh, when speech therapists talk the first thing I'm, I'm thinking on my head is like okay but don't forget the psychological side don't forget how he or she is thinking don't forget how she could feel if you say that <laughs> it's uh, also because point. the background of my <laughs> of and yeah of what i, I study so glad i asked you on <laughs> and i keep interrupting how terrible and i keep i keep preaching I don't interrupt people who stutter. <laughs> it's all good <laughs> i think we do a lot of between us like i mean in general um i mean i i have done the, the that too like i have mm. interrupted some people who started and they're like angelica what are you doing <laughs> he is still talking but well i i i don't know <laughs> nice uh but well um going back to our topic yeah i mean i think acceptance in general is also uh uh what's the word i lost the word i had in my mind it's also a could be a, a controversial topic too mm. um it shouldn't, but I know that it is. And I think it's also for, for this, for the different ways we have about acceptance, um, the different points of view. Of course, we don't want to our clients to give up or to feel resignation because accept mm. yourself is not the same than resignation. Um, so yeah, if, if maybe if, if they are seeing it in that way, we can help them to see it a bit different, but not that different. Like, okay, if you don't say out loud that you accept your salary, it's because you don't accept yourself. No, we don't have to yeah. be that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think there's a, like a point in the middle that could be work, that could work uh, for a lot of people. Uh, but of course, yeah, at the end, it's going to depend on each person like yeah. and how he or she feels better. A few episodes ago, um, I had an episode about um, how the word fluency can be a triggering, traumatizing word. Uh, so you've mentioned acceptance being controversial. <laughs> Would you say it's pretty much the same? Like it's, yeah, it's like fluency's cousin, controversial cousin or controversial yeah. opposites. Like, yeah, acceptance can be. Yes, yes, fluency too, definitely. I, yeah, I, and I don't know, for example, one of the words I hate is like uh, normal fluency. No, what, how was it? 
uh, atypical or typical disfluencies or something like that. Oh. And it's like, why my way to talk has to be atypical? This is typical for me. That's atypical mm -hmm. for you. But for me, this is my typical way to talk. True. So, <laughs> True. I'm learning so much from you. <laughs> <laughs> mind-blowing we were talking for what half half an hour like <laughs> <laughs> well Saturday is always an interesting topic and there are um, always um, things that yeah. for a lot of years have been approached in some way but now mm. I think there are a lot of things changing which is yeah. great yeah yeah there is a lot of yeah. talk and you know diversity neurodiversity and yes. um you know yes. disability i don't know what to say um i don't know i don't like the word because this ability <laughs> is different so but that's not what this episode's about but yeah yes. fascinating <laughs> there are a lot um, of words that are definitely not friendly that i really don't like for example yeah. i don't like the word recover um, mm, in the yeah. because it's like recovering from what like yeah that's something is... i haven't heard in a long time mcguire yes. used to use that a lot and i yeah. used to slam them on twitter so many times <laughs> and then one day when i saw it somewhere and then i slammed them again and they said uh we haven't used that term for like two or three years <laughs> or something like that yes so yes, people still use it then another thing wow. that i don't like is uh race race factors it's like uh, when they say, yeah, this child have some risk factors that can lead in stuttering. And I am like, stuttering is that bad that there are some risk factors. It's like, like race, like uh, risk. Oh, risk, risk factors. Oh, pff, yes. yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's like, what? Bilingual kids are more likely to stutter. Who cares? Everyone's bilingual <laughs> practically. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. are like tons of words that I think um, have been used for a lot of time. And yeah. actually, to be honest, I mean, I don't know if, if I should say this, but <laughs> what? Controversial has been mentioned many times in this episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but for example, um, in that research, which is focused more on the brain and mm. the part of the brains that are activated in those who stutter and those who don't, uh, like I feel that if there is a place when you can find unfriendly words about the stuttering, is there in the this medical terms because it's like I don't know there is a abnormal activation or there's a, a typical and i am like abnormal for whom <laughs> this is my normal way to talk this is my this is my normal brain to me this is my typical way to talk yeah. so it's like yeah I, I as i was saying i i don't know if i should should say this but well, I, mean, I feel it is that... valid though i mean it is valid because um I mean, I, I mean, I personally never had an issue with the word disorder, but I've seen a post somewhere where someone's saying, yeah, it's time we stop saying that. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I don't thought, use it either. Well, it is a disorder, <laughs> It's not, but, <laughs> but, but I do get the whole gist, like the whole point is like, um, you know, it's a difference, like, or at least that's yeah. from the top of my head, no education, I'm just saying that. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's uh, the language uh, around the language that we uh, use. It's very negative. Uh, in fact, Stama yes. has. I'm sure you're uh, yes. familiar with their yes. find the right. Is there find the right words campaign? Um, yes, find Stama. the right words. <laughs> You'll find it. Yeah, where they talk about you know, don't it's say Stama. things Org. like you know a bad stutter or um, yeah, you know uh, what was Wars. the other term that they had? Yeah, we're yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they did an amazing thing. Yeah. So we're yeah, going they, back to uh, my philosophy of having a positive outlook. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is. Uh, <laughs> it's it's funny how we just keep talking and. <laughs> that's why topics. <laughs> that's why stuttering conferences last for days. It has nothing to do with longer taking longer to speak. It's just we keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of stuff to yeah. talk about. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, this has been a great conversation. Uh, and yes, we can go on and on and on. And hopefully, we will meet at a conference sometime soon. Uh, once you know yes. the whole pandemic fad leaves. <laughs> that thing. Yes. I probably yes, should. Yes. I probably shouldn't joke about Definitely. it. You know, I take I take that joke back. Once the pandemic is over, then uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sick of the pandemic. <laughs> Tired of it. We're yes, now 17 months really. into it. Like as of March for my country, I know it yes. started even before then for other parts of the world. <sighs> yes, yes. Here was the South, the same. Everything at home. Well, now the vaccines are going. Uh, I hope everybody that listened to the podcast is vaccinated. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Because so we that can would all be get the way again. to yeah. exactly that would be the way of being back to normal life. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of controversial, we just said get vaccinated. <laughs> I better let you go before you get me in trouble. <laughs> well, this was a very nice conversation. Uh, thank yeah. you so much for having me. And yeah, I really enjoy it. And I uh like your podcast too i i saw a really nice uh thank you podcast. so well thank you too <laughs> thank you very much oh one more question uh do you have a website or anything that you want to promote for anyone who wants yeah. to well uh, get in touch or my uh only account in english that now i switch it to english uh is my instagram which is angelica dot is stuttering well not stuttering. I had a, a block there, <laughs> but it's just, <laughs> but it's just Angelica dot stuttering. Um, uh, but yeah, that's my Instagram because well, the other pages of my clinic uh, are all in Spanish. The, the name in Spanish is Centro Especializado en Tartamudez, which in English is something like a specialized center for stuttering. Um, but yeah, that's in it. That's all in Spanish. <laughs> oh, but well, maybe I have yeah. some Spanish listeners just like you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. So, <laughs> Centro Especializado en Tartamudez, and that's it. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and well, thank you one more time for thank you having me. And that was my mind blowing conversation. <laughs> And and mind growing conversation with Angelica Bernabe, future SLP, and uh, yeah, uh, again, thank you, thank you, gracias 
for that excellent, excellent, mind-blowing, expanding conversation. I hope you enjoyed it too. And speaking of Peru and speaking of a country where they speak Spanish, one of many around the world, um, I'm actually putting together a Frankie, a, sorry, a, <laughs> let me formulate my sentences first. This has nothing to do with stuttering. Uh, making a, I'm putting together a Spanish version of FrankieBanky.com. So that's going to be launching soon. And my plan after that will be to create a French version and an Italian version. So uh, in the meantime, if I piqued your interest, FrankieBanky.com, you can see it in English. It's all my comics that I wrote about uh, stuttering outside of my book, Stuttering is Cool, A Guide to Stuttering in a Fast-Talking World. Um, that one you can uh, purchase over at stutteringiscool.com. Uh, click on books and then you'll see details how to get your print copy, which I mail directly to you. So I can even sign it if, if, you, if you like or draw a little Frankie Pinky. Just leave me a note when you purchase. Uh, and there is also the digital version on Google Play and Apple Books. So uh, yeah, and I have other stuff too in this Stuttering School shop. Um, or Frankie Banky shop. I seem to have two different names for my shop. Uh, stuttering Awareness Pins. Great to buy them uh, for International Stuttering Awareness Day coming up at the end of October or near the end of October. Um, and well, hopefully the world will begin to open up again. It opens, it closes, opens and closes. It's like stuttering. It's unpredictable. <laughs> but uh, back to the topic of acceptance so yeah like I mentioned I've asked friends to share with me their definition so just like what uh, Angelica did uh, their of how they feel uh, what acceptance means to them so there I have three friends first one up is Sibren from the Netherlands well, what is acceptance for me for me, acceptance is not something passive, but it is a very active thing. Yeah, it is truly embracing who you are and to not walk away from things that challenge you but to take these challenges as they come and to use it as a learning experience thank you Sieblin and now Grant Meredith from Australia what acceptance means to me is a very interesting question Acceptance is generally a term in, in the stuttering worlds which is vastly misunderstood and vastly misused, partially down to the reason that there is not one solid definition of it. For example, a common definition of acceptance would be that a person who stutters does not work on their speech, does not um, undergo any type of stuttering therapy, or any type of stuttering management program. This is a very close-minded view of acceptance, often pushed in a positive way, but also pushed in a negative way, 
especially by those who wish to profit from our stuttering, who could not fathom any form of acceptance. It's purely against their business model. Acceptance to me, though, is a totally different lens. I see acceptance as acceptance of one's journey and of others' journey. So you may choose to work on your speech. You may choose to try to manage your speech. You may choose not to. But during your lifetime journey with your speech, you may choose to work on your speech or to manage your speech. Then at another point, maybe perhaps not to again. It's acceptance of your own personal journey. It also empowers you because you're making your own assertive choices about how you wish to view your stuttering and how and if and why that you choose to work on your stuttering. Acceptance also ties into the notion of the acceptance of the journey of other people also. And that's why it's important to keep an open mind about different people's views and different people's journeys. Not everybody is the same, you know, regardless of stuttering or not. We all face different life circumstances and events. We have different attitudes. We come from differing cultures and we have different immediate life needs. So next time you think about acceptance, don't blindly think of it as either you're working on your speech or not but think of it as the acceptance of your journey and of others. It will empower you, I guarantee it. And it is not giving up. It's just simply a choice, a decision that you have made at that point in time. Now, what I like about Grant's um, addition of, yeah, it includes accepting other people's decision not to accept their stuttering, which I do admit, I know it sounds very crazy, I have a hard time accepting <laughs> it's so bad but what i can say is and i'm very happy about this that over the years i've learned the value of listening to why listening to people you know to like totally validating their feelings their emotions even the way that you respond to somebody especially on social media um you know, when someone says, well, to me, acceptance means you're giving up. Okay, well, that's what you want, <laughs> right? Um, not sure where I'm get going with this one. So I'll just go ahead and play Anita Blum's uh, recording. We stutter. So what? Why should this be a problem? And who says it should be fixed? Why can't it simply be accepted for what it is without putting any value in it? I wasn't accepted, well, at least not my stutter, not at home, not at school, and not at social life. But after finding the stuttering community, I learned to accept me with stuttering at all. I woke up one day and decided I didn't want to let, I didn't want to feel ashamed anymore. I realized my life should not be based on how others see me and accept me. It's about how I, I, I see and accept me as I'm the one having to cope with my speech 24-7. Acceptance can be accepting that I stutter and finding new ways to live with it. For example, learning to face my fears and to expand my comfort zones. And also learning as much as I can to comprehend about stuttering and trying speech methods that suit me. 
For if I stutter, do I fail? Or do I applaud myself for speaking regardless? And do I have to accept what my speech therapist tells me to do? Or does my SLP accept that I have different needs so that we together can find something that works for the both of us? If we could accept our stutter, we could let the past stay in the past. Create positive memories that outweigh and push away the negative ones. We would care less about what other people think of us if we would realize people only think of us for just a few minutes and then they go back to themselves again. And it shouldn't be about how others see you. It's about how you see yourself. And I learned it's not what you are that's holding you back. It's what you think you are not. And acceptance also means pride. I learned to seek affirmation. But this, this time no longer from others, but from me. And I know the battles inside of me that others don't see. 24-7. It's the insecurities, the bullies, the misunderstandings, the doubts. And yet I speak. If that's not, not, not something to be proud of, I don't know what is. Because it's not what we have been through in our lives that defines who we are. It's how we got through it. And acceptance is also learning. It's okay to give in sometimes, to not want to make that phone call or to not want to go to that loud party where I can't speak with lots of people I don't know. Because acceptance is not a permanent state. At the end of the day, I know I will try again tomorrow. And when I feel I'm no longer able to face the challenges and can find a reason to accept myself, I'll... I'll I'll, I'll ask other people to tell me why they feel I'm good enough and write down what they say and put that, on, put that list on the toilet wall to read it several times a day. And acceptance is realizing you can talk. It's just that it comes out in a non-fluent way sometimes. And the, 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 there is no shame in stuttering. It's not something you did to cause it. It's not something you choose. It's not who you are. It's not your identity. It's not what defines you. So why not accept it for what it is? And again, acceptance is not giving up. It's to accept where you are now and to move on from there. And don't lower your standards for other people's sake. Don't go for less just because you stutter. Stop being ashamed and afraid and instead face the fear and do it anyway. Surround yourself with people who accept you just like you accept them. And make people feel comfortable with your speech by showing them you're comfortable with your speech. Uh, advertising by wearing Frankie Banky buttons and simply slide stuttering into a conversation works really well. So be your own best friend. Accept from yourself what you accept from others. But don't accept if people mistreat you. Stand up, speak up. Ask for respect and educate. If you show you accept your stutter and won't accept any nonsense from others, they will accept you just as you are. So, sure, I stutter. What are you good at? And there's a reason why I played Anita's last, is because she always has the uncanny ability, no matter what she's saying, to pump you up, encourage, empower, energize you into yeah i'm gonna do whatever it is that she was saying to do so so thank you very much and yeah speech tools is absolutely part of acceptance so in the end yeah 
I totally am happy about acceptance and I hope that you can see it too. To grow, I mean, again, you don't have to love it. You don't have to like your stuttering. Acceptance doesn't mean that, you know, you're like, woohoo, I love my stuttering. It just means, yeah, I stutter and I'm just gonna, I'm not, I'm just not gonna beat my head over it and, or have your judgment dictate or something like that. Now I'm getting back into my definition of acceptance. Okay, well, this episode went on quite some time. So uh, I want to hear from you. What is your definition of acceptance? Use your iPhone or Android or or whatever phone you have. Sorry, I was trying to say use the voice memo app on your phone and record, you know, same amount of time that Grant and Sieblin and Anita did. And so we'll say about, uh, you know, no more than four minutes. I mean, not, I mean, plus or less four minutes. I'm not going to give people who stutter a time limit. So, <laughs> okay. Or, or a hard time constraint. It must be this. Um, uh, yeah. Email it to coolstutter at gmail.com and I'll play it on the next episode of my podcast. So don't forget this episode has been brought to you by the Stuttering is Cool shop with my book, Stuttering is Cool, A Guide to Stuttering in a Fast-Talking World, all about how I stepped out of my comfort zone and how you can too. Uh, the tips and tricks that I did in gaining that desensitization and that building that courage uh, to stutter openly and reaping the benefits. And you also have access to other, well, well one other book I did, just something fun, um, that I made uh, featuring Frankie Banky, the cartoon fox who uh, adorns the uh, cover art for this podcast and uh, some stirring awareness pins that come with a mini comic book uh, that you can use to um, help you disclose your stuttering, you know, because it does take some time sometimes, right? or maybe some people are different, right? They can't say it, but maybe they want, or they don't have the... Um, you know, like they they have they don't have the courage yet to tell someone that they stutter. Hey, why not have a button start the conversation for you, and then you can say, "Oh yeah, I just stutter." Uh, humorous buttons, humorous sayings, and a uh, nice touch, Anita, mentioning my Frankie Panky buttons, which uh, she is the one that let me steal, borrow her sayings that when she created the buttons. Uh, yeah, sure, I stutter. What are you good at? another form of acceptance uh stutteringiscool.com for everything you need over there there is a link somewhere to frankiebingy.com as well so until then may your stuttering always be with confidence and stay safe ciao